can't. I, I got it. Yeah. No, of course. I didn't know. I, I don't want. I don't want Will coming for me. I didn't expect me. you to go into detail. Well, you funny. never know. Good insight. Um, okay, let me just open these things up so I have them ready. All right. So, hang on. I'm getting uh, error messages. Content catch up. Wonderful. Hey, friends and enemies. Hello. It's been a long time between drinks. And I tell you what. We thought this episode was never going to come. My microphone actually had cobwebs on it this <laughs> morning, did. Michael. I had to clear them off. Um, how are you? It's bloody good to see your face. Even I'm good, to thank voice. you, Jules. It's been, what, over a month at least? We've been pretty slack. But no, I think so. I mean, we yeah. say we've been pretty slack, but the reason we haven't done this consistently is because we've been busy, busy boys. But no, I'm really good, thank you. How are you? How are you going? I'm the same. I'm doing really well, thank you. And yes, I, I think like... Um, there's been a bit happening, which we're going to recap over last month. And and friends and enemies, if you're you're going to still tune into the show regularly, I think you need to now understand that our lives mm. have changed, and we we are expanding our world and, and doing a few different things. So uh, we're not going to be as regular, but fuck, we're going to be as fun, if oh, I, not more fun. I Is think that that's very right, true. But I also like that how how great we both were saying how amazing we are and we feel really good and there's a bit of uh we haven't seen each other or spoke to each other for months <laughs> i don't know if that's oh that's not that's not true we had oh, a little bit true, of a phone call last true. week did we not yeah we just haven't recorded so maybe that's the key um, to happiness exactly oh uh, no that's not true i've been i've been missing the void that is this podcast i've, I've got to be honest and i i didn't tell you this last week Bucks, but um, we actually have another listener that's demanding our show. Another one plus the one you told what? me about on the phone? Because you did tell. Yes. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Right. This is the one I did tell you then. Fuck. Just I thought on it was that, a surprise. Just on that, before you go um, on, do you actually... So the thing with this podcast that I find myself doing is not telling you bits of information that come up during my life because I want to save it for the show. So listeners, I hope you, I hope you value that because it, I, I do it and I'm sure you do it too. Oh, absolutely. I've got a couple that I'm going to lay on you okay. today that you don't Start know. with the listener. So, um, but start with the listener. Um, friend of the show, Brad. Brad. Um, I found out through uh, the lovely Marnie Olsen-Young that uh, another another keen Geelong supporter or Geelong staff member is a, a listener on the show. So, Brad, if you're listening, We're shout out. Geelong. Welcome to the content catch-up. We, we might have to take this show. <laughs> Road trip to about three people. Right. <laughs> to Hoop City oh, in Geelong, good maybe. Can we yeah, make we it happen? We've got there? a yeah. big arena there, big court. So, Brad, um, did he say anything about um, us? Well, he, he did ask the question, similar to our other friend from Geelong, Jake, um, as to when the next episode was coming. So you could say this episode is specifically for, for Jake True, and Brad. you could. Um, and, Brad, that's the yep. you share a name with my dog, just in case you're uh, a late, late listener, but that's just a fun <laughs> fact for you, so I really like you already. I I've heard his parents actually name oh, him yeah, after like, your like dog. Yeah, like parents do, like with actors and stuff. But yeah, uh, just after the Jack Russell yeah. from Kilsyth. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, just just in honor of you, to <laughs> be honest. Um, but Barks, you're the one with um, some exciting things that have been happening lately. Tell us about yeah, your trip so to I've the been States. abroad in LA. Well, it's actually been I've been back for two weeks, so that goes to show that. Oh, I don't know. We're, yeah, we're, we're busy apart from going to LA. But I was there for work, which. In itself is a pretty cool thing, Jules. Like it's, I don't take that for granted. But basically, short recap is that Hoop City is a basketball training facility. There's a basketball trainer in LA called Jordan Lawley that we've got a connection and relationship with. And basically, we brought over 15 of the Hoop City kids to go train with Jordan for 10 days. And it was my and another colleague responsibility to look after these little shits. No, nah, a few of them are little shits, <laughs> look after these teenagers. So I was living with 15 Jeez. teenagers for 10 days. Now, I want to ask the obvious question here. Um, we'll get into details of the trip and, and all that kind of stuff. But did that, A, inspire you to have children no. or B, inspire you no, not to have children? No, it was a common theme that I said. So we actually had parents on the trip as well and I... Made it. I made it very clear okay. to them that before this trip, I wanted kids, and it's actually ruined my next phase of my life. <laughs> and I'd have to tell the beautiful Elise that when I got home. So, take that. Oh, 
So she knows. So you're not revealing. No, no, no. She knows. It's it's you, off the cards. No, it's not. Okay, actually. good. The, it's <laughs> just I've honestly never been around. Like you've obviously been around a group that big, but never been in charge of it because it's just like getting your head around that mm. you. It's your responsibility for these kids' safety to get from A to B, let alone like not even in Australia, like in a place that's known to be fairly. I don't know. Yeah. Violent. Yeah. <laughs> we were quite lucky because we were in yeah. Irvine, which is actually, I think it's one of the safest towns in LA, but still, like, you, you you don't really know that and you want to ear on the side of caution. So, yeah, it was a yeah. lot of learnings from it. It was good, though. Oh, that's good. Um, now, tell, tell us about your personal highlights. Take away the kids, obviously. Um, what did you enjoy most Probably about just the, the trip? The, the culture of, like, the basketball gym. Like, I think I want to talk about a bit more about this later, actually, but the the Americans that have, like, a just a very, like, they celebrate each other a lot more and, and, and it was evident in the 10 days that mm-hmm. I was in the gym. Like, I feel like anybody could walk into that basketball gym wearing whatever they want, doing whatever they want, and there's no sort of, like, uh, environment where you tear people down or, like, our... Australian sort of culture is to bag people out or sort of be like, oh, what, what's he wearing or what's she wearing? Whereas for them, it just felt very like positive and welcoming. I know it sounds really wholesome, but that, I, I yep. did feel that, which I, I found really cool actually. I think that's um, one, one thing we've maybe touched on before in terms of even like um, the comfortability, comfortability, comfortable, I don't know, comfortable. how comfortable yeah. they are with like, I don't think comfortability is a word. Anyway, well, it's like themselves, um, I think. How comfortable they – yeah, yeah, yeah. And even with, like, promoting their work and putting themselves out there and, like, posting about it and saying this is them, this is them, they're so much better of it because they don't have as much tall poppy syndrome as Australians mm. do. So then you get to a space like the gym where they're just trying to work with each other and make each other yeah. better. It's – it's not surprising, but it is. I'm imagining it's. Yeah, good it was to really see. good to see. And and like on that point, most of the individual coaches there had their own sort of individual coaching brands that they're trying to like build up, and that was part of what I'm talking about because yep. it's so like, if you imagine like at a in an Australian gym, if you had like multiple coaches working for one company, but they're also doing their own thing on their side, there's also there's always that bit of like. Is, is he spending enough time on what he's meant to be doing? Yada yada yada. But for this one, mm-hmm. it's like. There's more of an understanding to like, hey, you chase what you're passionate about. You do your own thing as long as like you're you're providing yep. us with what you're you're meant to be providing. Us, we'll celebrate you. So, yeah, that was just a cool little takeaway. Did you? Um, I think we spoke about this a little bit on the phone, but you mentioned you got to meet some content producers over there yeah, as well. Yeah. So, despite my role obviously being in content, um, you might not know that, Jules, but yeah, I'm a content creator uh, usually. <laughs> but no, so over in the states, they actually Jordan, who is the basketball trainer in the states, he hired a external media team uh, that included mm-hmm. usually like two photographers and at least one videographer. On on the bigger days, there were two videographers as, as well. So. There could have been up to like four people per day to capture the whole um, tour. So I wasn't actually on the tools as much. I was more just like the school teacher slash tour guide. Directing yeah. a yeah. little bit. But at the same time, it was also still my responsibility to post the content and work with that media team and pick their brains to, um, yeah, get shit out basically. Oh, that's good. So a little bit of uh, a refreshing break to step back and maybe see how other people yeah. are doing things. Get inspired yeah. in that Yeah, they sense. were good. Uh, shouts, 47 Creatives. Yeah, that's their name. 47. <laughs> if, you, if you ever find yourself in America and specifically in the LA region and need some creative, it, that, it's your boys. No, they're a good creatives. team actually. Um, so shouts to all that crew. But hey, enough about me. What have, what have I missed in your life, Jules? Have you got anything for me? Uh, what do we miss? So I've got a couple for you, Michael. Um. First of all, I had the pleasure of meeting the lovely uh, content team from the Gold Coast Suns oh, the other day. Jenna. Um, especially friend of the show, Jenna, um, and AFLW media manager, uh, Aaron, nice. who came to, to the club for a bit of a chat. So thank you. Uh, it was actually really nice. If You know when you feel yeah. like you know someone and then you, you actually introduce yourself and you're like, oh, fuck, we actually haven't yeah. met in person. Like. So it was really good. Um, they're doing a good job over there at the Suns. It's in- always interesting to hear um, 
I guess for for non AFL people, like Melbourne is is the hub of the sport, and and everything here in Melbourne is AFL. Um, so it's always interesting to hear some of the the ways that um, people from interstate in a non traditional AFL environment go about producing content, some of the freedoms they have, but also some of the challenges they have in terms of like building up um, an audience and interest in what they're doing. So it was a, it was very um, it was a very like fruitful conversation i suppose in terms of like we take for granted mm. and they they work double as hard and, and it was yeah but i thought that i thought that yeah, was cool. a lot of fun they, that was they really would, nice they nice would to have meet to people. fight to yeah fight for a lot more like i put in a lot more effort as as and it's giving me flashbacks to our chat with jenna but was the overall was there an overall purpose if you don't mind me asking or was it just sort of they were in town oh no no, no it was a it was they were in town and they were they were seeing a few different clubs. Um, they went and saw the, the team at Collingwood as well. Um, and oh, we were just chatting about a few things within the industry. I won't I won't bore listeners with the the finer details, but there's common themes that each club and each club's digital team struggle with, and probably just trying to to get our heads together and and understand that we're all going through a, a very similar phase of the AFL, I suppose, and and how it's all changing especially with digital rights and digital rights ownership so everyone just trying to find the best way to get content towards their fans and um i think that's a, a lot where the discussion was and then a little bit of, of some trends that we've seen we had a bit of a chat around um game day graphics and and how far people are going but i've got i've actually got something for that later so we won't dive yeah. too much into that um but yeah it was good I, I, like i said it's always good to to get that shared experience that like you're not the only ones going through something um, and perhaps it's, yeah, it's better to reach out and talk to other people to and to get that sense that, yeah, everything yeah. is actually okay. Yeah, um, it's funny. Like yeah. I think there's a sort of like a, I don't know if this is right, but almost like a can't be bothered stigma about networking, but when you actually do it, it's actually so yeah. good, especially like as, as you said, it's like really good. when you talk to people in-house, it all feels very like, you're all on the same page and you know what you're going through. But then when you talk to people out of house, you're like, oh, hey, it's not just us. Like, you, this is what you're finding. This yeah, is what we're finding. Yeah. So, kids, go network. Now we're sounding like. Go network. <laughs> it just, this is our LinkedIn segment. <laughs> go network. Say, I know. I was going to. Uh, proudly brought to you by the fine people at LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com. Where dreams that was good, made. Jules. That sounded like. Um, Thank you. No, I'm not, I was going to say another podcast, but I like what Sportsgrad do, so um, maybe we'll take that out. Nah, it's all right. I don't mind Sportsgrad. They're doing a good job. Um, the other one for me, back playing footy. Um, well, you were already, like pub footy? Or you fair, mean more than pub footy? Yeah. Okay. Well, just pub footy, but had our first game of the season a couple of Full weeks ago. Stats. Um, got, got the win. Um, stats, look. I didn't. Bullshit. I don't get into fights, mate. Look, yes. do, do I look like I can? Run. I can fight anyone or, <laughs> or even care that much? I run. I run from fights. I am I a coward. I am. I'm very, very much discovering that I am very much an outside player that does not like being in the contest. I'm shocked. Um, I'm shocked. Which is the fine. size of you. That um, you didn't know that already. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm a bottom of the packs kind of guy, but I don't like tackling and I don't like getting hit. Okay, so was it fun though? Where that's where we're at. Okay. It was fun. We had our first win. Got our second game today, so Ooh. by the time this episode's listening, uh, goes out, we are playing the the formidable opponent of the Tote Hotel, who are the, the best in the league. Okay. Um, so I, I don't think our chances yeah. are high. Do you want like um, a? Do you want a personal we'll one day? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Like a pump-up list. Speaking, yeah, speaking of, you'll find this yeah. funny just to sidetrack back to my life. Um, yesterday, one of our <laughs> one of our athletes at Hoop City is like, hey, Mike, can can you make me a, a mixtape? And then um, back at, like, there would have been a time in my life where I would have been like, yeah, I'd love to, but I'm just like, all right, uh, pay me a grand and I'll do it. And he's like, his jaw dropped. He's like, I was thinking about like 50 to to $100. I'm like, no, I, I can't be bothered. Sorry. Ask someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when you said mixtape, I, I oh, my like mind music. immediately went to you actually making nah, like a playlist. Sorry. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Papa Roach's <laughs> greatest like hits. Anyway, if you want the oh, yeah, best, okay. you got to charge the best. No, pay for the best. Uh, if you want the best, you got to pay for yeah. the best is what I was saying. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, maybe you can actually. Uh, what are you doing this afternoon? Do you reckon nah. you can make the trips down to Vic Mom's Park coming and come to film me? Coming time. Yeah, you've got what time. What time's he going? Bring him on. Ooh, not prime time. 
Yeah, right. prime time. What else have we? Um, that's about but it. That's about okay. it. Okay. I think so. Oh, unless people want to hear about the fucking bulge disc I've got in my back, but I don't oh, think well, that's I mean, really. Oh, I mean, touch on it because I, funnily enough, have had a sore back since I got back from America. Oh dear. Well, I um, I think I've mentioned on the show my my running's really dropped off lately, and it's because I've been having mm. some back pain. Um, finally went and got an MRI, and I I can read you the results if you want. If you if it you're that interested, morbid. I can do it quickly. I hope you're gonna. There we go. It. I, I might not. You never know, though. Um, let's see. <laughs> Thrilling stuff on the Cosmic Catch Up podcast. Thrilling stuff. Conclusion: Disc degeneration L five to S one associated posterior lateral disc protrusion at this level causing compression of descending S one nerve oh, root the on S1. the left. Disc material also protrudes into the neural foramen on the left at this level causing compression of existing L five root. On the left, somewhat asymmetrical disc bulge L4-5, more pronounced towards the left, causing early foronemal narrowing on the left and early contact with descending okay. L5 the on the left. <laughs> so there's some shit going on that nobody's going to make sense of. Yeah, my back's <laughs> fucked, basically. Hey, Casey, if you're listening, Casey. what the fuck does any oh, of that Casey, mean? Oh, Casey, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's been that long. It's been that long. I've got our main only yeah. listener. Um, but if anyone else is a video, physio or a doctor, I'll just let on. me know. Um, uh, Poops in your physio. Look, yeah. Great physios down there. Chloe, fix my knee. Uh, mate, yeah, okay. Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> All right, let's get on okay, to some fucking content. So hey. I've got a couple of talking points for you this week, Jules. Yep. I put a link in here, but it's probably not. You probably don't actually need to share it, but you can go to the link if you want. Yeah, I can open you've got it up. I've got it. I've got it ready to go. So I'll open it up. Yeah, yeah I do have a you've computer. Funnily so enough. during the week, the Dallas Mavericks uh, NBA team put out a job ad that I think I've seen two of these now. But it basically it's a social media coordinator, but it's for vertical video, vertical video only. And I just thought mm. it's funny and interesting how far times have sort of changed in terms of like I remember when I first got my role as a video producer, people like. Oh, like my dad's generation, my dad, I don't think he was one of them, but like they're quite like surprised that these roles even exist. And now there's literally mm. TikTok only, there's vertical video only. And I've, I thought it would be mm. interesting discussion point to see sort of like the positives and negatives of this. So like what I mean is like do you think a job being so, it's not narrow-minded, but if you're only making TikToks, do you th- yeah, so, so niche. niche. Do you think do you think that's actually a benefit to the creator? Like one positive would be more jobs. You're sort of another mm. positive I thought of would be there's clear sort of um there's a clear representation of your value. So if you're a TikTok only, for example, you can see what you've helped the Carlton Football Club grow in TikTok. But then the negatives is just variety, I think. Yeah. And and potentially like a um a cap on poten- future potential because yeah. although that being said, we sit here and say there's it might be like a limit to what you do, but in another five years, maybe all the video we watch is well, just true. Be probably will be, and and that's that's yeah. sort of the interesting point. Like where where does it stop? Like and how many? It, it's also yeah. very interesting to me. Well, I, you're actually saying it a bit in Australia because the NBL have a TikTok only. I'm pretty sure that's right. So it's not mm. just America, but it's probably a reflection of the size of the American sport teams in general. Yeah, they've got huge amounts of people. Um, Do you think it's too niche? Look, I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen. To, yeah, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on it as an actual video producer. I think, like, I think titling it "vertical video person" is is probably the wrong wrong description. I'd probably say, like, hey. Um, short form mm. content and that might also like bring it out to you know other platforms and different mediums and stuff like that um that being said with the amount of with the amount of people on tiktok these days and like instagram purely being a, a real sized um platform now you do need people that know the best way to to do things like this and and if you're then allowing your full-time video producers to mm. you know go away and just focus on longer form or or more 
um, substantial pieces, not substantial in terms yeah. of length and um, content involved, um, then maybe this frees them up to do it and means that their work gets better and, and more um, more developed. And then this side of it, they don't have to worry about because it's not a traditional filmmaker's strength, yeah. if that No, it does make sense. sense. And I, 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 that was one of my thoughts as well, like, being in that position, you do say you're making a video. It could be like an interview or whatever. Player just re-signed. Your head is going everywhere of how you can cover it on every type of video and every type of platform. So I do see the value in having... It's almost like allowing people to be more creative because it's like, all right, we're doing an interview. Mm. You, person A, your job is to think about the bigger picture filmmaking side of it, like how can we turn it into a story or use it down the track, whereas you, you're thinking about it as um, short form, turn around today. Like think think about how we can actually nail that and you think about how we can nail that. It's also, I feel like, a job in itself staying on top of all the trends that are coming through TikTok and stuff like that. Like you could easily sit there on it on any given day, identify five videos that you want to make, and then the next day have another yeah. five that yeah. you could do again. So um I don't love it. I I think it, it might be like and I'm imagining how much this poor person will probably get paid yeah. just to to do this. And I think it's a bit exploit exploitive. Um um, but it, it's it's not the worst way to get into the industry as well, and potentially like a really cool way to to carve out a niche that who knows in five yeah. years where. Yeah, and it I might think be. I think if you are a young person wanting to get into the industry, it's perfect. It's just like it's just like mm. I personally, and it's going to matter on the individual. But if you want to be there in long term like long-term in sport, I don't think you can stay in this position long-term, but it probably leads to other things. So there are positives, but I'm sort of with you. I think it's, yeah, you'd be too limited creativity, creatively in my opinion, but that's, that's, that's yeah. just me though. Or maybe, yeah. And you know what it does also, it does open up the doors for people who perhaps don't have access to like an Adobe Premiere or DaVinci yeah. or whatever editing software or, or, proper cameras or True. you know the, that expensive side of filmmaking and it says hey i've got i've got my yeah. phone i can go and do this and i can edit it on my phone quickly yeah. and still on my 30 so, year. <laughs> yeah exactly i don't know there's two there's two sides Minus, of it because yeah. time is also time I, oh there's, there's two, two sides, sides to everything um no because <laughs> i said it limits your creativity creativity god none of us can speak today but at the same time, yeah. it also time equals creativity. So you're having the time to just focus on one form of content. So maybe you will be more creative. I don't know. Anyway, talking point yeah. one, done. Talking point two, done. I wanted to ask you a bit of an insight because we've talked yeah. about this before. I think we, again, with Darren, yeah. uh, the NBL had its own photography account and I saw a new Carlton account pop up during the week on the old Instagram. You may yeah. have heard of it. Successful app. The c- um, no, the Carl- the Carlton shop <laughs> uh, has its own Instagram. Carlton yeah, talk shop. to us about yeah. it. what was the thought process behind that. I think it'd be interesting. Um, this one is probably been one that has been in the background for a while. Um, and the I don't know. I wouldn't say friend of the show, Alex Barilla. Um, <laughs> wouldn't say friend of the show. Makes my, it seem like you don't like it. No, nah, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think she's ever listened to the show. No, all right, Alex. Nah, she's she she's a good laugh. Digital marketing coordinator at the um, at the Blues kind of went down the path of we feel like we're missing out on opportunities where we're p- perhaps purchasing is too closely linked to the main account. So if Carlton lo- oh, when Carlton loses regularly, we miss out on the opportunity of promoting stuff that is still coming into the store because people are looking at the Carlton Football Club account and saying. Oh fuck! Like this is you know makes sense. We don't care about yeah. the stuff. We just want to see wins and stuff. We know it's not going to have a huge audience. However, it is a, a platform where we can share latest clothes, like behind the scenes of shoots. Um, perhaps a different tone of content as well. Like it's not always. It's not going to be football related. It's going to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more mm. fashion focused, a little bit more lifestyle focused as well. Show people how they can wear Carlton stuff in every day without feeling like an absolute nuffy. Um all that kind of stuff. Um 
So in its very early days, um, but we'll see how it goes. Like it, it doesn't cost us anything but mm. time at this stage, which is, you know, I know time is money and all that kind of stuff. But um, if in the future it, it has its own legs and we can get someone to really, you know, do stuff day to day, which is what the point we're trying to get to, then, you know, there's, there's huge potential yeah. for oh, it. I don't think well. there's any harm in trying it. I think that's actually a really, um, really like valid point the way you explain that because you are missing so on it's only one area that you're missing out on that because everything's so results-based. So you're right. Like people are like, I don't give a shit about mm-hmm. a new T-shirt. You just got down by 20 points yep. last night. But interesting. Okay. Um, My last point on that, why do people like this is not just, this is not a stab at you because I know uh, old mate Edwin hates it. But why do you think, and where do you think it began that when you start an Instagram page that you've got to make like a six-page grid to start it? Oh, don't. <laughs> Let's it, let's take you out of it. Let's take you out of it. Yeah, why look, do you think? Why do you think people still feel like they have to do it? Because I have never seen it proven. If I've clicked on it, I've never seen one that has looked. I don't know. Like I just don't get. There must not be anything that says it works. Like why do people think they need to do it? I think if executed really well, you could have six blocks of content that look really cool and like together make something good. But to to Edwin's point regularly, and I hate agreeing with him. It's actually <laughs> You'd see it in your expression. Um, people don't go to the profile as much anymore. They just need to see stuff in the feed. So if you're having one of those big six block posts, you need to make them yeah. make and sense. It, on and their even own if they did well. go to your page, it only works once every sixth post or once every third, whatever it is. Yeah. Like it just doesn't seem, I, I just think it's more funny than anything. Cause I know Edwin hates it, but yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? On to my discussion point. Um, I haven't got exact like big examples to, to actually show barks, but I wanted to get your thoughts on sports and sports team content teams is content getting too wholesome? Too wholesome. And what I mean by that is are we doing too much with like showing what we're doing with the community or for particular members, particular fans, like the really nice moments? Are we capitalizing on that and trying to, you know, use it as a tool rather than just allowing those moments to happen mm. organically without promotion. The only thing that I think you're referring to that I comes to mind, and we talked about this, Carlton, often, is when, let's say, unfortunately, there's a, a really big Carlton fan that happens to be sick or might be diagnosed with something, sadly, mm. that we straight away think, oh, we need to capture that. And we did so much mm. of it that, by the time you put one out, put two out, put three out, you just sort of feel like, why does there need to be two people there taking photos and video, uh, capturing moments? So that's the only yeah. thing that I come to mind. And and the ironic part of that is it's probably described as wholesome content, but it's it's not really because they're like they should be doing that without the cameras. And people might be guessing, are they doing it without the cameras? Yeah, yeah. I I that's mm. that's my point. I think. Um, I love the idea of bringing people into the club, especially, you know, sick kids or, or elderly members that have been part of the, the journey for so long or, you know, people going through rough times, anything like that. I love bringing them in and surprise and delight and all that kind of stuff. I think it's one of the nicer parts of the job when you get to see the enjoyment on their face. I, I just think, like, that's it. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Like, it's for that person and we don't always need as an industry to be capitalizing on something like this and promoting it, like let, let the person have their moment. Um, even to the point, like, so speaking to, um, our fan engagement manager yesterday and they had a signed Guernsey that they hadn't given away through a competition. Um, most sports teams do competitions as data grabs. I'm sure that's not a surprise to anyone listening. Um, and they were worried that they'd missed out on getting a competition organized to give away this Guernsey. And I turned to them and said, like, do we actually need the data for anything? Or like, are we just doing it because we mm. think we have to get the data for it or whatever? And 
can we just like surprise and delight a, a young fan or an older fan at the ground by giving this Guernsey to a player and then getting them to just go off and, yeah. and give it to them? And they were like, oh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, can we film it? And I said, no, yeah. let's not film it. Like, let's just make it a really special moment between the two. And if it is that good, the person will probably organically post about it mm. anyway, which holds more um, power than the club going, oh, yeah. look, at, look at us, look at us, look what we've done, look what we've done for this person. Yeah. It's really, it's a funny one because we're also programmed to do our roles. Like what, like whoever, like that yeah. person and say you're a video producer or whatever, if you're saying let's film it or should we film it, you're just doing your role. You're doing your job that you're meant to do. But then it's like we've mm. seen so much of it that, Perhaps to your point, the most wholesome and organic bit of content would be word of mouth of someone saying, Carlton gave me this free, or Carlton gave me this exclusive tour, and the person responding, Oh, I didn't see that anywhere on any channels. Then you're like, Oh, wait, okay. That's probably the be- best thing that can yeah. happen. I don't know. It's strange. Though. Yeah. I, I just think, like, yeah, there's a lot of pressure from perhaps. Not the actual team itself, but people around the team to to get something out all the time. Well, and a- I feel like the conversation needs to be, yeah, let's let's yeah. pick and choose. And it's also just being victim of what you used to. Like we only do it because we think that's what mm. we should do. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, let's let's challenge yeah. it a little bit. Good point. Um, um, my next one, and this is a, a direct question for you. I saw, I'll show you what I mean. And for those at home, you don't really need to see this example. It's, it's more of a discussion. I saw this, um, video producer named Connor Henkel put out this, this video the other day. Um, it's speaking about how he used AI to achieve a particular effect on a, on a video. Um, the video itself, like it's just a bit of like lightning, uh, I don't really like some background changes, some graphics coming in. Um, but within his little explainer, uh, it reads, how I used AI, I achieved this lightning effect, wrote a play from BG, whatever it is, the program he used to do it and all that kind of stuff. Now, Bucks, the, the example itself is not relevant. It's the question around it. Are you, A, excited by the potential that AI has for you as a video editor, or B, terrified that it's going to like destroy the industry so i'm going to be completely honest i have been totally and completely ignorant to ai i have no interest i've never looked into it or paid attention to things that popped up on my feed about it and literally know nothing Mm. about like i know what ai is but i haven't had an example in my head where i'm like shit that's cool or damn like i'm gonna lose my my role so i'm gonna be a really shit Mm. co-host here because i don't have much to add to you (laughs) I honestly just haven't given it uh, thought. Well, okay. Like, are you are you worried in any sense that your 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 skill set that you spent years and years building up, um, and all the little little tips and tricks that you've learned along the way, the shortcuts, the this is how you do this, that they're just getting replaced with plugins that now allows everyone to just you know, auto-produce mm, no, stuff. I'm, I'm not worried at all because I haven't thought okay. about it at all. And, and But that's probably <laughs> a reflection on not being worried about it, right? It's not being worried about it. Ignorance <laughs> yeah. is bliss, isn't I'm it? I'm probably <laughs> of the opinion that humans could still can still develop. Oh, can they still develop quicker? Like, I'll, this is a really ignorant thing. Maybe not ignorant, but it's just like if they learn my skills, what I've, well, they will learn the skills I've got now. I'll just learn mm. new skills. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, fair I enough. honestly have not. I'm not worried at all. But who knows? I'll find it the hard okay. way, maybe. What, what <laughs> do you have thoughts on it? Um, well, I I'm slightly worried that it it will destroy some some jobs within the industry. Like you think, and this is probably a bit boring chat, but like in in some terms of marketing automation, there's still a lot of people, maybe in Australian sports in particular, do things very manually. Is that necessary? Mm. Probably not. Like, but does it put someone out of a job? Potentially. Like, it's the whole, um, when you think back to, you know, when machinery came more um, popular in the car manufacturing industry. I know it Mm. sounds like a broad, like, connection, but it put people out of jobs because machines were doing the things that, like, 10 people were doing and you only need one person to manage the machine. Um, However, what I think it does is it 
if you can get your head around the AI, how do you use it? How do you better yeah. use it? So like now rather than manually having to roto out a player and like do all this shit, you've got a, a tool that mm. does it for you. What does that then allow you to spend your time? How do, how do you use that extra time that you have to p- create something more creative or more mind-blowing or like how can you stretch the AI and the tool that you have yeah. to make it so well, I impactful? Think, yeah, I, I get your point. I think it is interesting because we are in the industry that it's probably like is that fair to say that it's probably going to impact the most? Well, yeah, I, I, I think this it. next phase of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I it's very interesting like as long as you need a human to work with the ai we'll be right but yeah i don't and that and that is what it is for now but um who knows again it's like that vertical mm. video thing like who knows where Fuck it'll be the aliens, in five eh? years. we might not be <laughs> we might not be sitting here in five years maybe our podcast just be will be two ai generated. generated michael and jules <laughs> just chopping it up daily episodes <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe then maybe then it'll be exactly. more regular we'll just program it in <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, Barks? It's been a while. I'm going to let yes, you Yes, yes. Let's get some laughter happening. All right, enough of this AI talk. Let's get some eggs in the building. Um, egg of the week. Egg of the week. Hey, egg have we week. missed your... Um, where are your sound effects this episode? L- look, I'm not going to put them in because actually it's it's easier to add them I in thought they'd, post. They don't save? Because like... Well, they do, but they save on this weird track that just like doesn't line up with the rest of the track. So you it's have great. to end up going and cutting them in. No, I can play it if you fun. want. Here we go. Oh, I'll play it. No, you know what? Now well, you've got I me. Just, like, let's play it. Hold on. I don't, I don't know if it's going to work. My internet's a bit dodgy. Uh, it might just come out at any Egg stage. Of the week. Live. Very, very crisp. There we go. Know. Hope that um, makes you happy. All right, I'll kick us off. There's not. There's not. I just find this really funny. So my egg of the week is the Carlton Football Club and it it's mainly because I, I sort of said this earlier on. Or I, I actually got told this earlier on when I started at Carlton that whenever there's something in the news, good or bad, a, a lot of it's bad or just unique, it's always Carlton. And the recent thing about uh, Jacob Weed and great man getting getting scammed and um, it's actually a bit of an egg boss because the boss part of it is that uh, Weed has actually came out to public and made it public to everyone. But... There's part of me that just finds it really funny that whenever there's something unique in the news that you probably don't want around your football club because you just want to, buddy, win games. I know that sounds real footy cliche, but it's always Carlton. I'm just saying him. It's always Carlton. It's always Carlton, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about the Weeders situation, but Will, the, the media manager, and um, myself and a few others were just joking that there's got to be like a some sort of curse on the football club and B like he's got to have this sheet of bingo of like just weird shit that, <laughs> yeah it's so true is that, that happens I'm like what else is on your list and he's like honestly that's not even top five of things I'm, con- I'm concerned about it would be that might great happen. if we had oh B so club historian um, listeners it would oh, be great beast. to actually get him to list like the unique things that have happened to the Carlton Football Club he probably wouldn't enjoy it but I would mm. No, nah, that'd be yeah. pretty funny though. Oh dear. Um, I, I don't know if I've got an. This is an egg, or this is just something. A couple of funny things that I've, I've seen. Um, I'll share. I'll see if I can open. I'll share these screens. I've got a. Oh, is this gonna work? A uh, window. Here we go. Um, let me open up this first one. This one's a genuine egg. It's something we've spoken about a lot on the show. Um, for those at home just listening, it's not a, a very big visual example. Um, it's this post from 7AFL from a few weeks ago. We speak on the show about a lot of the time just being really lazy as social media producers. Um, and I understand the time restrictions on on getting stuff out. But this is a two-screen Exam, uh, capture of the, the press conference where in one half you have the person asking the question and then the other side you have the coach <laughs> normally on a TV fits nicely into the screen for social they've cropped it into a four or five and decided to just leave it smack bang <laughs> in the middle so you can't see I love anything. your real basic okay. like I love the real silly silly eggs because this is just what the segment started as and I think sometimes I forget that it's just like <laughs> mocking what people have posted but I love it good fun Oh, I just like just, oh, just so <laughs> annoying. Um, 
And then my next one, this one is not content related, but it's spending a bit of time on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Just I find it like a fun place to be sometimes. And sometimes you just come across like some really um, strange yeah, examples people and stuff. Of, of people people living. So I'll, I've got this one. Like I'm not looking for a dog kennel, um, <laughs> but the the post is is for a, a large dog kennel. Um, and to de- demonstrate how large this dog kennel is, uh, the person has posted a photo of themselves crawling into the dog kennel, their ass just hanging out, and for well, some reason they're topless. The, the topless bit's funny. That's a smart marketing. Yeah, you know, people are going to ask that. They're going to wonder the scale. Yeah. Um, so a bit of an egg because like not necessary, but also maybe a slight boss egg boss because you're right. Yeah, like it got my attention, and I'm not even exactly. Buying a dog house. Um, there's actually I think Facebook Marketplace is like one of the bigger like there's so many Facebook pages dedicated to it. And I listen to a podcast. Shout out, uh, Kick It Forward podcast. Actually, they I think they just do half their stuff on Facebook Marketplace. So it's not yeah. just you finding <laughs> eggs in the world. Um, well, that's good. I. I don't know if this is an. I got one more. It's a you quick told one. me I know I came into this saying I didn't have any, but they're not like. I think they're just quick ones. So I want to get your thoughts on this. I'm not sure if it's an egg or a boss. This is a. Um, oh shit! Sorry, I just closed that. Ugh. What is that? No, stop <laughs> one second. One second. This is an ad that I I saw on Twitter. Um, it's eToro, which I believe is some sort of um investing program and. It's a campaign they've done with the Australian Wallabies. Um, the the tagline is "We're always getting clipped," um, and the hashtag is hashtag Don't get clipped. So for those at home that are familiar with Photoshop, when you don't fill up the entire window or, or the entire canvas on Photoshop, it gives you that transparent background, which is that mm. black and white kind of squares that we're probably all familiar with. So this and that's clipped, right? Like the image is clipped, yeah, because it's not taking up the entire screen. So, eToro have used this particularly niche design reference in their app. Oh, okay. So they just cl- <laughs> yeah. So so it's get it takes a while, right? Like so. The image that they've posted as part of their ad looks like it's incomplete because it's got Very the wallabies good. in like let's say three quarters of it, and then it's got this like clipped, transparent background, black and white squares in the last quarter. I don't know if it's clever. I don't know if your typical investor would understand the Photoshop reference, or this is some ad geniuses just like. Again, is it smart marketing like the man with his ass hanging out the kennel or is it Yeah, I mean, that's, is a, it benchmark. Too niche. that's a benchmark, a good marketing now. No, yeah. I, th- I, I really like it, but I also totally get that I don't think enough people would get it. I think I think that looks yeah. silly in most people's minds because they wouldn't understand it. Yeah, But I like it personally. So, that's something because I get it. Well, now that you've pointed it out, I get I, it. I think, yeah, I think that's the thing. Like if you get it, those who get, get it. it, get it. Those who don't, don't. Anyway, those are my eggs. Bucks, I know we're running out of time, so do you want to go on to bowls? Yeah, let's get some bosses in here. Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. Boss of the week. This one, you can click that video if you really want, Jules. But uh, LeBron yep. James, a.k.a. Daddy, he... Um, he. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. Is this um, Lindsay... D. Arcangelo. Is this the video I'm supposed to be opening? Uh, or have you put the wrong oh, link in? Oh, that is the wrong link. Oh, actually. Oh, uh, egg. We can use... Uh, actually, I forgot about this one. So, two eggs, Jules. First one... Uh, okay. They're both... Sorry, bosses. two bosses. We're all over the shop. Get your you fucking head me. in the game. Anyway, my first uh, one I actually forgot about. So, both don't need visual references. But Brittany Grimer... Um, for those that don't know who she is, she's a WNBA star. She's one of the better players, I believe. She was in prison in somewhere, I can't remember, for ages. Russia. Russia. And there was something that um, there was something that I – so she came back to it, and this is a video of her first press conference after being back into the facility of the Phoenix. I think she plays for Phoenix. But anyway, she, she takes the t- time to – because obviously this has been a massive story – 
all over the world that she was in the Russian prison where I forgot what it was. Was it weed? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, smoking weed. So she got caught yeah. with that um, going through customs or whatever. So obviously got um, in jail because of it or whatever. But she came back and has this press conference and I'm bossing her because when she, and you can listen to this at the start, Jules, if you want after this, but when she addresses the media, she, I, I can't read if it's sarcastic. I'll see what you think, but it, it's almost like she's pointing at how much media there is purely because of this world issue, but then relates it to the lack of media covering um, women's basketball. So she's just, she's politely says, oh, geez, I hope this is the benchmark of the entire season. Make sure you get down to our first game and cover it, but play it. It's better. There we go. Ooh, a little different than basketball press conference. A lot of media in here today. I guess I'm going to start with y'all today, right now. Um, first off, I just thank y'all for covering me and um, all the exposure that you you gave me, my family, um, to get me home. Uh, I really appreciate it. That that coverage was, was much needed. Um, I would like to encourage all of you to be at our first game as well and the whole entire season covering not only the Phoenix Mercury um, with the best fans in the league, but the whole entire See how it's serious, but it does sound sassy in a way. I'd totally rate it. Yeah, I Expect think that's good. That's like, yeah, genuinely, like, you've taken this much interest in me and I'm grateful mm. because it probably has helped them get out of jail or get their attention, but... Let's yeah. now afford that same attention to for a good cause, which is the league yeah. and the players. And, like, it. the bigger-than-you sort of attitude, which is amazing because, yeah. like, obviously what Britney's been through, not anyone goes through. But anyway, that was my first one. I just thought that was really cool. And she they delivered it, like, really, as you said, really seriously, but there was also a bit of, you know, pay attention to women's basketball. Second yeah, one yeah. to LeBron James. Um, so he's getting daddy, daddy, <laughs> you know, everyone that's familiar with basketball knows his pregame routine of chucking up the chalk toss. You've probably seen photos and videos of it if you're not familiar with it, but, um, I'm bossing the Warriors because they actually, there's a video. Yeah. You know, I can't say it. What? I, I had this discussion with Elise. Warriors, warriors, warriors the golden state. Um, warriors. they, golden um, state. there's a video that I linked in there, Jules, but they emptied the powder. Oh, okay. Where is I actually, sorry, I didn't link it, did I? <laughs> take, take, take my word for it. I can't be on fighting it. But there's a, there's a video of him trying to do the talk toss at the game one of, because they're playing each other, uh, Golden State and Lakers, and yeah, it's yeah, empty. Yeah. So oh, we're bossing it because the caption refers to the Golden State Basketball Club um, emptying it. So I just thought it was funny and I'm bossing them. <laughs> I also don't know why I can't pronounce it. Oh, you are battling in the back <laughs> half of this show, are you? You stuff out when you pause me before. <laughs> oh, mate. It's because you're talking about LeBron <laughs> but Brittany Griner's on this There's two good bosses, though, for me. Oh, There's a broad side to the table. They're very good bosses. Well, I don't, I don't have any bosses. Oh, I, that's so fair. Everyone's shit. Let's the move on. Like, um, controversial call. Controversial call. Julian, do you have anything? I've got one for you. Uh, you want to start? Uh, I guess I'll keep rolling scenes and then the bloody one's speaking on the yep. podcast. No, oh, this yeah, relates right. to before, and I just want to get your opinion. So this relates to my trip coming back from America, and I already sort of acknowledged this with our talk about tall poppy syndrome, but I've I particularly noticed it more and probably remembered it um, more when I came back from America that... I think Australian content creators need to just do a better job of celebrating each other. And what I mean by that is when Mm. I hear, often when I hear Australian content creators or people work in the industry talk about other people's work or looking at what other sporting clubs are doing, I think 80, 90% of the time, the first reaction is to critique it or to say what they do differently. And I'm, I'm a bit over it. Like I think... I think it's just such a little thing we do, but such a reflection of the culture of like a team or a club. And this is not a go at Carlton at all. It's, it's everywhere. Like it's what I've noticed from other people as well. But I just think mm. we need to do a better job of acknowledging what they like about other people's work, especially when it's something different. Cause more often than not, I think straight away people will be like, Oh, like 
See, I do this differently. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I think this works. Da da da. I agree. I I wish I could fight you on this. I think that like everyone's just worried about their own backs, and like I've I've done. Oh, this I've before. done it. Like you see someone's work, and yeah, and you're like, oh well, what about if you did this? Except instead of taking on the face value of like. That's that's pretty that's cool. The, that's different. The way that they've chosen to execute it. Why, and why it do you works. think we do like, it? Doesn't always have to be. I th- I think it is that. I think it's like, it's a bit like we, well, not arrogance, but we all have a lot of self belief. But because no one gives us, like as an industry, us as a collective, like we don't share the mm. love and say this is really good. We have to try and do it yeah. for ourselves. So we're always looking to say, oh, this is what I yeah. would have done. In terms of like making it better so, and, and whatnot, but it's so not almost necessary. like we all just want to be the best at what we're doing. So we're like we're too stubborn or yep. like better some other word that describes that better about not doing it first. Almost saying like almost trying to prove yep. that this is what I'd do differently. But hey, at least they tried, like sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I think that's what it is, and it's like we all want to talk about our work, or we want someone talking about it. So do it to others. You know that do it to others. On that, what are we going to do about that? Um, I challenge you, listeners. No, I, I think I reckon just stop before you. Maybe like even when you're looking at a new piece of work, just as a habit, try to look at the positives first. It's fine to critique something and be like, "Oh, I don't think this worked, and this is the reason why." But look for positives first. It's probably a bit of like a healthy thing yep. to do as well. I want to challenge our listeners, all, all 20 of you, if you see a great <laughs> Australian content producer, um, actually 21 now, thanks, Brad, um, send it through like so we can highlight them in the show and we'll if we get them, we will talk about them yep. on the show as our, our contribution to all of this because we can sit here and complain that no one's doing it but we actually yeah. have a platform. and we've got us. more um, uh, that – the comment is a bit ironic because we do spend, let's be honest, half of the show probably talking about what mm. did or didn't work. So it's probably on us as well. It's a good point. Yep. Um, good, good controversial call. Not that controversial. I've got one I think will um, will get uh, you going though. Have we yes. gone too far <laughs> with these fucking custom graphics? I'm using. I've got a couple of examples here, and this is not. This is not an attack on the anyone in particular. I just think that we're going too far. Um, <laughs> the, it, I like this one. <laughs> this, uh, so this AFL one, I think it's spectacular, yeah. right? Like visually, it's appealing and everything. So like quickly that. describe what it is. So it's. The the graphic is announcing the Tasmanian the nineteenth team in the AFL league. It's got Tasmania fully um, covered in trees with this massive uh, a footy ground just smack bang in the middle of it. This oversized flagpole with um, a flag a Tasmanian footy flag on it, and this boat heading across to the island. Now my my problems with it. Actually, I'll change again, my mind. I dislike it. I think. <laughs> my problems with it is i just think it's a bit unnecessary like we don't need to have these fucking epic like movie style posters for absolutely everything that we do because it just ruins the impact of them when you just start to see them yeah. all the time um that's one problem i also have a fucking <laughs> from a design perspective i have a fucking problem with the size of the fucking sharon on this boat <laughs> i didn't even know that was a sharon yeah like it's massive. Sorry, like if you're gonna do this, like can we talk about perspective? I'm going really hard. I think this is a great graphic. I just, I don't think it's always necessary, and I think it's just becoming too expected yeah. now. Like we talk about people jumping on trends too much, and like I think this is what ruins it for me. Is that like rather than using for impact, they become like expected. Oh, we're just going to do this, and that's when like yeah, expected. And I've got an example of a horrible <laughs> one I've seen. What the Hang fuck on, is this? Oh, uh, I don't know what this is. Is that a it's, player? It's like some. Th- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't want to think about it. It's one of the worst examples. Like, just you don't yeah. have to. Like, 
you know what I mean? Like push yourselves to do stuff, but like you don't have to do it. This is like some 300 yeah. style graphic um, with the caption, let's beat the rats. Like uh, what the You know fuck? the worst ones? The, these are the worst ones when there's like a mascot of a rat or they call the tigers and like, oh, let's have some oh, guy like man. fighting a tiger. That'd be cool. Well, this is. This is one of the points that we're discussing with the Suns. Um, the Suns are a beachside town in Queensland and they're like, oh, you know, everyone just puts a fucking beach in our, the, the opposition graphics and they're like, oh, <laughs> that's the Suns. And it's like, it's so true yeah. though. It's I think like, I, I oh. really do get your point. Like, I don't know. I'm probably not sitting either side of the fa- I think I think it is overdone because it's the same thing. It's a shame because some are very creative and they would take a lot, to- lot of time, but it's the same with everything. Once you see it over and over again it loses impact and it's not it, it can just go too far and you get too comfortable and normal with it but yeah with that tazzy one i think it's all it's it's also like the way i look at it is it, it looks like it's mocking that they've chosen tazzy like it's like looks like there's nothing else there it's just a yeah. big island in the middle of nowhere and there's gonna throw a um yep. over there when in actual fact i believe Tazzy's gonna like the crowd and the support there will be amazing right like isn't it expected that it's actually a yeah. Tazzy like it's a footy um place like that I yeah don't know, that, that it's 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 kind of yeah condescending it did, yeah, it did feel condescending like yeah. I, I think to your point about overall though yeah it's probably just overdone and i think it like i wonder how much yeah. time people are actually spending on this when they could just i don't know I, I do understand it's challenging. I, like, what do you do? Like, for a game day graphic? What, it, I, I, I agree. And, like, some of them are very good. Like, we've seen so many good examples. I, I just think, like, if you're not... It always comes down to anything that mm. you're doing, right? Like, if you yourself are not sold on the idea, you're not going to yeah. sell others. Like, and I, I don't want to rip on this designer because I, I, I actually like a lot of this AFL one in particular. And I think that AFL in general do so much good work. I feel like this one, though. I think it's the the rat one for me. Sounds that, really, that, that more annoys me. The, the rat one. Yeah, that one was horrible. I, I don't even know what that is. I, I, yeah, the font, the the rat, the person's green head. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. The oversized yeah. rat. Like, the, it, yeah. I, I think. You just, you get pushed. You know, designs get pushed just to include more and more elements in these things. And it's like, yeah, cut it back. Cut it back to like this Tasmania one probably would have been fine with just like the football field in the like the jungle. You're like you don't need the big Tassie flag and you don't need the boat. And that's getting hypercritical. But like, does that change it? Does that still make have an yeah. impact? Like, I, th- I think I think the movie poster know. theme is done. Like, I think I think and that probably starts mm. with I don't know whether the graphic design because I can imagine it's like a simple conversation in the office about like I can you please it's like a brief like can you please pump up the tigers game and make this elite looking movie style poster yeah. and then the graphic designers just do it but it's just it's not actually thinking about well has that been done yes 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 it's been done far too much yeah and that's that's what i think it is it's like yeah let's um let's just uh, we relate to it as an industry here in australia and perhaps barks is because we've seen it for like I want to say like a year and a half mm. now through everything we, we see in American sports. It's just like, I would, yeah, it's yeah. a challenge, isn't it? The like, problem is they're the still so, some of them are still so impressive. It's just, yeah, uh, victim of what we see so often that we don't appreciate it. It's probably it. Yeah, I think so as well. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's it. And we're being Sorry, negative again. Designer. I think you're great. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's part of what we do. It's, it's how we get better it's too. Like, that's just us. I think yeah. even though I was saying that we all yeah. complain about, we probably find the negatives before the positives. When you break it down, it's probably just us wanting to better ourselves. And that is our brains going, well, I'd do that differently because of this. And that's why I think it'd be better. But yeah. at the same time, lift each other up. And and for everyone listening out at home, like who might be sitting here criticizing, like saying, oh, well, for example, I'll use myself as our Carlton content's not that good. I have these same conversations with people yeah. internally, so don't don't feel like tough I'm, conversations I'm are uh, just, very healthy. Like yeah. I think that's something to take from that little bit as well. Like these conversations yeah. need to be had internally. So if you're doing it, good. Yep. Anyway, Barks, we're running out of time, so should we uh, wrap this bad boy up? Okay, guys, wrap it up. 
has been this has been a good episode. I think I think we should try to get an AI generated uh, real editor because I would love to get more snippets up of this podcast because I think we've both performed rather well. So maybe I'll um, stop ignoring AI and start embracing it. <laughs> I actually did cut up an additional uh, snippet while you were away and just forgot to post it. Like I've edited <laughs> like it and everything. Maybe I'll LeBron just post one. it as like a new episode. Yeah, you Oh, that was good. I, Come I giggled on. the second. I must admit, the first time I was watching it was quite literally at the Lakers game, I think. So I was just watching it by my side <laughs> and then I watched it back on, I think, like the flight home or something. I'm like, and I laughed. I'm like, oh, yeah. that was pretty good. <laughs> Bit of effort there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you yes, for tuning yeah. in, everyone. Check out YouTube. Yep. Check out socials. We'll try to be a bit more active, but hey, it's not probably not going to happen. And we say it every week, so let's be real. Just just enjoy yeah. what you get from us. It's from not about quant- yeah. qu- uh, quantity. No, they said quality. Well, it's not about quality either. Have you listened uh, to I our show? I think it's more quality than quantity because there's so little quality. <laughs> anyway, we're yeah. rambling. Jules, quick <laughs> one for you. Anything else for the rest of the weekend? What are you doing? Footy, good luck with it. Uh, footy today and then week of uh, birthdays and stuff with nice. family. So uh, just a bit on that way. Um, I want to finish off also just by reminding people, send in some some yeah. content creators from Australia that you're really keen on us highlighting and I promise I won't tear It'd them. It'd be funny trades. if it was like completely the, op- no, <laughs> completely the opposite of what we say. So it just turned into a roast of whoever people oh, say it. A roast. Uh, yeah. What have you got um, on box? No, work-wise, uh, Josh Giddy has been in the facility. So NBA player Josh Giddy and Dyson Daniels, who probably isn't his common name, but he's a boy from Bendigo for the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans, sorry, pronunciation. So they've been in the, they've been in the facility, which has been cool to be around just shooting them. But no, apart from that, not much. Probably don't shoot them. <sighs> anyway. On that note. Let's go. See, right, see you, everyone. Bye.